Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. The Least I Can Do Written by Bob Ramsey Last weekend, I was hiking with a dozen friends near Lion's Den on Fogo Island. It was the most desolate part of this desolate island, at one of the four corners of the earth, off the north coast of Newfoundland, and warmed by the presence of the Fogo Island Inn. We were being guided by a local host, who raised her voice to puncture the sound of the wind and the waves crashing ashore below. She told a complicated tale of a woman who came alone from Ireland in the late 1700s, settled near Lion's Den, married a fisherman, and had kids. Then, for some reason, she fled and resettled in Patagonia in the very south of Argentina, where she lived until the age of 102. But somehow, and things get a bit vague here because, frankly, I was suddenly no longer paying attention, but the climax of the local host story was that the woman's second set of kids and grandkids from Patagonia ended up living not only on Fogo Island, but at Lion's Den. Now that's a coincidence, especially in the late 1700s. Here's another, almost as strange, with an eerily similar lesson. 31 years ago, at the age of 40, I was addicted to cocaine and in a treatment center in Atlanta. This was a tough place. Not one month, but four at the minimum, and likely more, because nearly all the patients were doctors and pilots and judges. It wasn't good enough to be clean and sober when you left, because you had to get back to work in the operating room, in the cockpit, or on the bench. So Talbot Recovery Center had to be very sure you weren't going to relapse. One way they did this was to have the newer patients read their first step, an hour-long confessional of everything they've done and everyone they've hurt. You read it in front of 20 other patients and a senior therapist. It's a big step because they're likely the first people to hear the whole sordid story that you've never told anyone else. After a month at Talbot, I'd heard half a dozen first steps and knew I could do mine. My goal, of course, was to get out of there as fast as possible and get back home to Toronto. The therapist in charge when I did my first step was Carol Bowers, whom I likened to Nurse Ratchet. When I was done and after I'd welled up and cried a couple of times, Carol Bowers said to me, Mr. Ramsey, that was the worst first step I've ever heard. You will go back and do it again next week. And that precise moment and those exact words saved my life. Because if someone didn't penetrate my sense that I could just breeze through this, I would be dead now. I most certainly would have relapsed on cocaine when I got out. I owe my life to Carol Bowers. Flash forward to last weekend. One of the people on our Fogo trip I didn't know so well was the friend of a woman I did. 
we ended up hiking beside each other as the local host was telling the story of the power of coincidence. The woman said to me, I overheard you at dinner last night saying you were in treatment in Atlanta. Yes, I was. She had a distinct southern accent. What treatment center was it? Talbot. I know it. You do? How is that? My husband was a patient there 20 years ago. He was a banker who had back surgery and then got hooked on painkillers. Do you know anyone at Talbot anymore? Not really. It's been over 30 years. My doctor was Rick Veit, but I'm sure he's retired now. Then she asked, barely audible above the wind, Did you happen to know Carol Bowers? She's a great friend of mine. Now that's a coincidence, especially in the early 2020s. So I told my friend about the chapter in my memoir about Carol and my terrible and life-saving first step. Later that day, back at the inn, she sent me Carol's email. Carol Bowers hasn't worked with hundreds of addicts and alcoholics, but over the years, with thousands. So she may not remember me, but I will never forget her. Now, I could have just marveled at the coincidence of it all, the double coincidence of hearing two stories about amazing coincidences at the same time in the unlikeliest of places. Which got me thinking. We spend so much of our lives working to limit bad news, insurance, fire alarms, seatbelts, that we should also spend part of our lives making the most of good news. So I'll be having a Zoom call with Carol Bowers next week. It's the least I can do. I can tell her about those good steps I was able to take because she righted my first big wrong one. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.